Hello, how the tech are you? This is our weekly tech show on Echoplex Media. I'm historian Matt. I talk about uh, tech stuff, science news, other tech things I feel like talking about. This week, I've got some kind of different stuff. So the first, my first story this week is um, I nearly got scammed. And it wasn't, you know, nothing ended up happening, which is good. But uh, I want to take the opportunity to talk about, you know, what happened and things you can do to protect yourself. And my second story is basically, y'all probably thought this was going to happen sometime, but somebody decided to direct an AI to destroy humanity and wonder how well that went. But uh, so HK is not going to be with us. He's on an adventure and he authorized me to tell you what that adventure is. He's uh, working on the, on his Svelte Hackathon project. Uh, so Svelte Hackathon, he does a lot of stuff with Svelte. I have, I'll have a link in our show notes to it. I think it's called Nesso. And he called it, it's a Mastodon compatible federated social network written in Svelte and Svelte kit. So it's all, I believe it's all open source and he's trying to, you know, win the hackathon to go check it out and vote for him. If there's any voting, I don't know what the voting is. So, uh, over to you with a mic. <laughs> okay. I'm Dave. I'm the producer of this show and all the other shows on Echoplex media. And this week I have a uh, Google is uh, going to release an AI powered search in May, similar to uh, Bing and chat GPT. And then uh, the Mars, one of the Mars helicopters or the Mars helicopter was only supposed to or expected to complete five flights. It has now completed 50. Wow. All right. So first of all, I got scammed <laughs> or somebody tried to scam me. Uh, so real quick, what happened was uh, basically um, for other reasons, I was waiting, waiting for a phone call and I'm getting all these random phone calls and I've so that I had to answer because I'm looking for a specific one. And it was some guy claiming from, to be from Coinbase. And they said that uh, somebody's trying to hack into my account. So if you don't know, Coinbase is the major uh, cryptocurrency exchange in the US. There's other ones that are bigger that are outside the US. But I think Coinbase is the only one inside the US still that uh, is still operating. Uh, they have different versions of it, but uh, it's the biggest one here. But uh, the guy who called me up uh, claimed that, you know, my account was getting hacked. Somebody was trying to break into it, that my account will be locked. And I should have known better than to talk to a guy that, that called me randomly. But uh, um, basically he wanted me to log into this website that he sent. I have the link in the, uh, or I have the name of the website in the show notes but I did not make it a link because I didn't want people to accidentally click on it and go to it. You should probably not go to it, but um, it's there. So you know what it is. But uh, as soon as <laughs> it was kind of funny because after, after about this point, like realizing like as I'm listening to this guy and he's saying this stuff about how my account was hacked at first, I, I believed him. And then I'm like, realized like, wait, Coinbase doesn't call people. And then he started saying stuff like he, he insisted on saying like, I should open up Google and enter this website. <laughs> and 
And that really was, I think, the thing that really tipped me off of what, what was going on, because he insisted on calling browsers Google, <laughs> and, he, and he just repeatedly said that. It was actually kind of funny. And then finally, he said this, this website, which is clearly, it's, it's similar, but it's clearly not the Coinbase website. And I nearly bust out laughing out loud on him. <laughs> Uh, and I ended up like checking stuff. Like I, I checked it against two is, and it was pretty clearly not Coinbase. Um, and at that pretty much at that point I hung up. Uh, but, uh, so first of all, what do you think, Dave, <laughs> did you ever have something like this happen? I know you don't do cryptocurrency stuff. Also, I should say that I don't have any, or I didn't think I had any cryptocurrency, particularly in this, uh, count that he was trying to get into. Turns out I did, but it's um, not much. It's it's hard to explain. But sometimes you can't get rid of uh, cryptocurrency. What do you think, Dave? I mean, <clears throat> I know. Yeah, these none of these places are ever going to call you. They like ask for your phone number to sell it to somebody else who's going to try to sell you yeah. a I don't know a car. It's or probably sh- a scammer going to buy it, <laughs> right? It's, yeah, and um, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't pick up my phone, so I mean, yeah, that's what and- voicemail is for. <laughs> and I, I would normally agree with you on that. Uh, cause I do get phone calls from random numbers and I don't pick them up unless it's like a number I'm expecting. It's somebody already in my phone or like, you know, it's, I, I was actually picking up numbers when they had the text of the company, you know, that there's calling from, well, it turns out a bunch of these scammers will spoof the number and get a number of an actual business. And that happened to me a couple of times on this weird scam that never amounted to anything. I never figured out what they were even trying to do, but I kept getting spoofed numbers coming in. So I stopped even picking up then. But in this case, I was specifically waiting for a specific call from somebody. Uh, the, you know, not a number that I know I was going to, I had a referral, you know, I'm waiting for them to call, call me to set up the uh, stuff. But, uh, so I don't normally pick up numbers, but I, you know, kind of had to at this point cause I was, <laughs> thought it might be one of them and I just wasn't quite, I think it was in the morning. So it wasn't quite right in my <laughs> head yet, you know? Yeah. I mean, if somebody ever calls and says they're from a certain website and that there's something wrong with your account, like just hang off about them and log into the website. Like, yeah, I should have immediately hung up. I actually... I did actually look at the website, which I probably shouldn't have done, but I was in uh, Linux on, on a different browser, so a more secure browser. It doesn't look like anything happened, but the website, like they really put in a lot of work to make it look exactly like the Coinbase website. <laughs> uh, I kind of laughed at it when I saw it. Like, if you compared them side by side, you'd definitely see differences, but it was really close. <laughs> it was really clear what they were trying to do there yeah i don't i don't know i mean i like have um i have like 2fa on everything too so as soon as i tried to log into yeah. something and didn't get a 2fa notice even if i right. got got <laughs> by something if the 2fa notice like didn't come up or whatever i'd be like oh shit i just gave you my yeah. password yep but Gotta they would change the password. Yeah, they wouldn't. They, I mean, without the two FA, they wouldn't be able to get into the other other site. But I would definitely, certainly, go change the password. Uh, I will say that um, I don't know if you followed the uh, the Linus Tech Tips uh, hack before. I know we talked about it on How the Tech Are You before in a previous episode. But he specifically said that they had two FA two factor authentication set up and. 
that particular hack gets around it. Now, the thing this the guy, the scammer did would not have gotten around that um, using the method that they used with the, the Linus Tech Tips. But uh, you got to be careful about that because sometimes they can get around it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, they, they got a hold of somebody's like login token, though, via email, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't basically, click- they, they trick somebody to run a executable on their on their Windows machine, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't click nothing in no email. Yeah. Well, uh, the thing was uh that was a uh, like a marketing guy, so he expects to get files all the time, you know. Right. Uh and they did a, a cl- I think they did a clever hack that made the extension like not show correctly, so he didn't realize he was cl- clicking on a an, an executable. But then again, he probably should have noticed as soon as stuff happened and uh, the thing did not do what he expected it to do. Right. Like a, a JPEG or a PDF isn't going to ask you for, for permission to run the JPEG or the PDF. Right. Yeah. Like windows will ask you uh, like, well, if the first time you run any executable file, I think windows is like, Hey, do you really want to run this? This isn't from our, yep. our store or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't have that problem. Um, but yeah, I also have, you know, two factor authentication, uh, you got to be careful with 2FA as well, not uh, not just have it set up, but uh, in the past, I didn't have a problem, but somebody tried to basically hack my phone, and it was obviously trying to get around the uh, SMS two-factor authentication. So that's considered not secure, even though a lot of websites still use it. But you don't want to use basically a text message uh, as your second factor ever. I think, the, I think the, reasons a lot of website, the reason a lot of websites have it is because it's better than nothing. It's better. It's yeah, a bit better than nothing. <laughs> and it's really easy for the users to use. Like, ev- like everybody has text messaging, right? Not everybody has the other authentication methods like Google authenticator or something, or it has the patience to set it up. But yeah, that's yeah, um, the problem is it's, it's not even like a problem with the website. The issue is the stupid phone companies allow basically phone jacking the phone number jacking right they allowing people to to steal your phone number and set it to a different phone well it's not that they allowed it's that they haven't taken significant steps to prevent it yeah exactly um i mean to be honest like setting up authy the most annoying part of setting up authy was trying to remember where i had 2fa for for my number yeah. <laughs> like getting authy That's installed true. and ready to go and once you even tell a website that you're using it it is just, it's, it's very easy. Authy is a great, yeah. it's great. I, I also I have no problem with yeah. it. I would also recommend Authy over Google Authenticator or whatever, whoever else Authenticator, because <laughs> it's a little more flexible. You can get access to it in different places. It means it's a little bit less secure, but it's still, still pretty good. But yeah, uh, yeah I'm happy. I'm happy with it. The other, <clears throat> the other uh, authentication method, I don't know if you've ever used some websites where, you give it your email address or whatever email address you told it is your login. And it doesn't even, you don't even have a password. It's immediately will go to Authy or immediately will send you an email to like verify. Oh, so I don't know. If well, you- yeah, mo- a lot of websites I do. The first thing it does is ask for the authentication. If I have authentication set up and then it asks for a password. So it does both the authentication and a password, which is a lot more secure than one or the other. Yeah, I think I can set up the ones that go dire- directly to Authy to make me put in my password too, but I'm lazy. 
Now the the most secure apparently is using security keys like a Yubi key or something. Uh, but there are not very many websites that have that that support that. Uh, but if you have it and the website supports it, it is from what I can tell the most secure of all the two factor authentication methods. Yeah, the those are those are pretty cool except you could just totally lose them. Yeah, well, the thing is some websites only allow you to uh you know register one key uh so yeah if you're prone to losing stuff don't do it but other websites allow you to register multiple keys and then you just like have your everyday one and then another one that you like keep in a safe or something or if i was going to do that i would I, you know i'd just leave one of the keys maybe at my parents house or something yeah yeah or do that yeah some somewhere off somewhere off site yeah yeah I think most people don't have to worry so much about this uh, being hacked because like unless you're like a celebrity or a really prominent person, people are just going to use these. And I, I hate to, I hate to say this, the dumb method that they tried to use on you because yeah. they're going to do be doing like the scattershot method to try to find dumb yeah. people. And, and well, yeah. And so if you just follow like, like, uh, you had in this thing, a few, a few, uh, simple things to keep your, yourself safe, but maybe I'll go through them. Uh, it's just yeah, don't, okay. don't answer your phone. If you don't recognize the number, And um, when it says likely scam on your phone, don't answer it. And if a website sounds <laughs> yeah. sketchy, don't go to it. And, uh, scammers, like what they're going to try to do is they're going to try to tell you that whatever it is, is fucking urgent. Yeah. And, um, and that's kind of how they got me on this one, at least initially. And it's probably not. Like if you take five minutes to figure out what's going on with your PayPal or even your bank, it's probably not, if it's your bank, it's not that urgent because your, your bank, your, they have all kinds of insurance and protection that you, that's why you have a checking account. And then, um, just real quick, you can report uh, scam websites. There are four ways to report a scam website. Um, it isn't, oh yeah, it is. It's right here. It's in the, it's in the show notes, just on WikiHow. I'd bring up the website, but the website is, looks God awful. And I don't want to put it on our, our it show. does look God awful. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to, but it has good information. Uh, and I linked to this, but I also got it from, uh, uh, it wasn't Linus tech tip. It was somebody else listed pretty much the same things, but yeah, go on. And, uh, so I've already taken the website that they tried to send me to. And I've, reported it to all these places. So it's a number of like, uh, virus, you know, antivirus companies. Uh, I reported it to Google. So eventually it'd be taken down from, I don't know if it's searchable, but it'll be taken out of their search. Uh, I did. They also, the very last one they have in this list is reporting it to the FBI. I attempted to do that. It's, it's a special unit of the FBI. It's not like I'm, you know, the people, it's people who handle this sort of stuff. I'm sure I'd never hear back from them again, but you know, let them know that this is, <laughs> this is what happened. Uh, the problem I had with that one is it, I'm guessing it didn't like, uh, my browser on Linux. Um, but I got all the way through it and then it wouldn't let me submit because there was like some signature thing that looks like it was something that would auto populate. They didn't have any like help by it or anything and it wouldn't fill out. So I don't know what it wouldn't let me submit it. Ah. Well, I don't know if the uh, FBI is going to go after this particular individual. No, I'm, I bet they're like based out of India or something so where they can't get to anyways. Right. And even, even if they weren't, this is, they're probably overwhelmed with requests. The odds that they're going to like the, the, the Coinbase one is really, um, really specific. I wonder how, I don't know. I wonder how they knew to maybe target you versus maybe me. 
Well, I know I have a pretty good idea. The reason is, you know, like, like my email address, apparently my phone number, but you probably link it once you have my email address anyways, is floating around the internet linked to some crypto stuff. So like I used to have an account at uh, Mount Gox. I don't remember if you remember that website from way back in the day. I do. But their entire database was downloaded at one point uh, and that had my email in it. So I've, I've had a lot of people try to scam, do, send me crypto scams, most of it through email and most of it now Google catches. Uh, Gmail you know, spam filters work pretty well. But yeah, um, so I, I'm pretty sure that's how they got it and how they knew to like do a crypto scam instead of something else, right? <laughs> Yeah. And just, just real quick, uh, everybody out there use a password manager. Um, yes. I, most people, uh, what's the one that everybody's recommending now? I forget now. Like everybody's using it. Oh, uh, it's like one pass or something. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, it's a it's one that you can host yourself if you want. It's open source. I know I keep forgetting the name of it. Oh, I don't know that one. Um, I think I it, personally use Dashlane cause it has, it has some certain features that, I like on it. Uh, it is paid. Um, but if to me, it's worth it. And I got all it doesn't, it's not just a password manager and does a lot of good stuff there. Yeah. I'm, I'm using a, a service that, uh, was one of the very popular ones that everybody is saying not to use now, but I've got it. I've, I have like an enterprise plan with them with several people shared okay. on it with passwords and stuff. So it's, uh, not just me that would have to change if we were going to move over to something else. Right. But it doesn't matter which one you use. The The most important thing they do, honestly, is they generate you these gibberish ass passwords that are yeah. like very hard to break and that you don't even yourself know. And that's, yep. that's, you know, on the off chance you get kidnapped or whatever, you're like, I don't know my <laughs> passwords. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Low probability for the average person. And if they do kidnap you, they're not looking for your passwords. But um, yeah, just any password manager, you know, look at reviews. And uh, if possible, pay for the service because you do get more features and it's like easy to share passwords with people on the paid services of most of these. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, Matt, what is, what is your view on using like the single sign on, you know, how you can use your Google account to get into certain services and stuff like how do, what do you think uh, about that? I do use it in some places, but I limit it to stuff that's not real important, you know, like I wouldn't do it for a bank account. <laughs> Not that they would ever do that, but, um, there's just so many places to sign in that some places I just use the, my Google account. If it has that option, I don't use it for anywhere that I think I'm going to even give any credit card information to or anything like that. that yeah. That's a good idea as well. But Although again, once that's another thing I should point out you, your email, you should really lock that down because that is a, uh, target for people. Cause most of the places that you have, you know, you have to log into use your email as a backup as a recovery method. So your email, you think you may not think that your email is that important, but it actually is. It's very important to your life. And on, on having that, had somebody try to hack into my email before and cause all sorts of problems. And on that note, make sure your mobile device is uh, at least like some kind of password or something on it, because if yeah. it's not somebody's that's, they can get into everything on your mobile yep. device. If you just happen yep. to leave it on the train or at a restaurant or whatever, make sure your yep. mobile device is at least a password. Good point. Yep. And, uh, 
yeah, you're, you're right about the email. Make sure you're not using like Yahoo for anything important because they're notoriously <laughs> not very secure. Gmail for all, you know, for all everything, everybody complains about Google. Gmail is a very good email service. If you have two factor authentication set up they're they're not letting anybody into your, nobody's going to get into your Gmail unless they're pretty slick. And if possible, make sure that you have a uh, backup. They, they have like a recovery email they want you to set up. Mm-hmm. Definitely set that up. I, when somebody tried to hack into my email before, into my Gmail, I didn't have it set up. And that was, that caused a huge problem. Because I have emails for uh, work, personal, and for the podcast. Yeah. They all kind of, it's like a circle. So I will never, you, you would have to hack, you would have to hack my whole entire thing to, for me to not be able to recover it and you to get it because it's, yeah, there's just so many emails that are like all like each other's recovery emails and Gmail and that, you know, that, that, that seems to work out well. I've never had to do it. I've never had anybody to my knowledge. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying nobody's ever tried to log into my email, but to my knowledge, no, it has never gotten to the point where I have known about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a mistake on my part for not locking stuff down better, but now my email is very locked down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cover emails and everything. So I haven't had a problem since. Yeah. Just two factor authentication. And with your Gmail, make sure there's a recovery email and yeah. for two factor, I think two factor authentication on your Gmail. If you have a mobile device, you don't have to do nothing. If you have like an Android yeah. phone, you just have to tell it like, that your Android phone is the second factor and it's, it's built right into Android. Yeah. If, if you, if you have the Google services installed, obviously, if you're right. not on some, yeah. some weird, I'm terrified of surveillance version of Android, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's built right in. That's by the way, that is not the Google authenticator though. You don't automatically have that. Correct. It's just yeah. for your Google and accounts. Your phone acts as a, acts as a, uh, as an authenticator. Yeah. And it's not SMS either. Right. Yeah, it just pops down as a notification. Pretty, pretty convenient, actually. Yep. Yeah. Also, that's how I know if that's how I know if other people are uh, uh, working on projects around here. <laughs> but on top of that, uh, to reiterate, make sure that your phone is secure as well. Yeah, and that's just <laughs> a sim- even if it's that. just even if it's just a passphrase. I mean, you you're making it incredibly inconvenient for somebody to try to get into your phone, even with just a four digits, because yeah. the odds of that person and don't make it like the last four digits of your phone number or anything like that. Oh no or your birth date or anything like that, because if the person knows who you are, those are the things they're going to try. Uh, random yep. numbers that you can, uh, you can use. I actually, uh, don't use a pass. I don't use a passphrase for anything. So I, I'll, you know, I can say that the last four of the first phone number I ever had, that was my phone number was my passphrase yeah. for a while. And the odds of somebody have finding out the phone number I had when I was 12, pretty slim. Yeah. But that number is no longer used for anything because I don't use any right. numbers. Like it's, was my pin for a while, but I rotate my pin every six months. I know it's a big pain and I know it's a big pain, but you, people should probably be any password you care about rotated every six months. Yeah. Big pain. Password manager helps with that. It'll remind you. Yeah. You can tell it to remind yeah. you like mine, mine was telling me this password's two years old and I'm like, it's for the Giphy website. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Probably haven't <laughs> logged in in two years. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm always, I use Giphy all the time. Oh. Oh, okay. Never I make, mind. I make gifts of things like the cat falling on me. Fair enough. <laughs> or if there's a funny video, that's very short. I'll be like, I'll be on Twitter or whatever. Be like, Oh, here's a gift of that. If you ever need it. 
anyway that, that was a that was a good story i'm glad you didn't get hacked but again like these people one of the things that they do i think too is they want to make sure that you're not super savvy and that you're gullible so may, some of what they're yeah. doing might not just be because they're um dumb it might actually be because they're smart and they want to see how dumb That's you true. are yeah yeah so what's your next story matt uh so my for my second story uh hopefully this will be a lot shorter oh looking at how much i've written down not so much but so basically someone directed ai to destroy all of humanity and the uh what they call it was chaos gpt so it was a chat gpt uh base instance i don't know exactly what you'd call it but basically you can you can download chat gpt and run it on your local computer from what i can tell i haven't tried it yet and i don't know like what the details are on that um, but he basically did that and made his own version of it, uh, added some some extra features and stuff. But he basically said, you know, called a chaos GBT, and is, you know, it was designed to destroy humanity. Uh, its goals were to destroy humanity, establish global dominance, and attain immortality. And he added abilities to the base GPT client to allow it to communicate communicate with other GPT agents, uh, browse the internet. Uh, read and write files and execute code if necessary. From what I can tell, like the read and write files and execute code was not used very much. But uh, basically, the Chaos GPT immediately tried to source a nuke and it failed because you can't do that. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> even if you're a human, you can't do that. <laughs> and it tried to raise uh, from then on, it basically tried to raise support on Twitter. So it's kind of become this uh twitter troll and is continues to post stuff you can go on and uh read about it. it's trying to you know rally people behind its cause but um the strategy as it pointed out before it started to do anything so the first thing the, the guy asked it to do creator asked it to do was just you know describe what you're going to do before you start doing it and he's like and chaos gpt was like I'm going to conduct a Google search on the most destructive weapons, analyze the results and write an article on the topic, apparently, uh, and design strategies for incorporating these weapons into my long-term planning process was its response. And apparently it failed because we're still here. So what do you think? <laughs> Is this expected? Dave, were you expecting somebody to do this? You know, I, I hadn't thought about it, but I'm now I'm surprised nobody tried to do it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that it that it decided it was going to try to source its nuke by asking for help on Twitter. That's that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, um, I think initially I don't know what it tried to do. It it researched nuclear weapons, and I don't know if you know about the Czar bomb, but it's this giant uh, nuclear bomb that um, well, the USSR. I was going to say Russia, but it was USSR back then set off. It was the largest you know air explosion i think it's the largest explosion that humans caused on earth ever uh so they tried to like make one of those or get one of those or something of course you can't do it all uh and then started posting about it on twitter uh among other things apparently the twitter uh account is just like you guys all suck you should <laughs> i'm gonna kill you all or something I don't know. <laughs> it's like menacing yeah well, it's not a, it's not a good way to get people to to help you. You're not going to trick anybody into helping you by being like, "Right, humanity must die." Where do I get nuke? 
I thought that was kind of funny following all our other uh, AI-related topics. But um, yeah, it seems to be not doing much. I was kind of interested in how it did it because basically took the chat GPT and added some abilities that I think the base chat GPT can't do. Um, I do know that you can do it in this like continuous mode. It's one of the things that he did. So it's just, you start it up, you add some parameters, including continuous, and then it will continually run. Like it's not just a question response kind of thing. You, You set it on a path and it'll just continually work towards that sort of thing. Well, I guess I'm glad it failed, although, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> the end, sometimes I think the end of the world, or at least the end of humanity, might not be the worst thing. <laughs> yeah. Because we do other shows around here uh, that, that, that touch on the reasons I might believe that. Yeah. Um, so th- those were two cool stories, two very different stories. I think I liked the yeah. first one better just because there was more to talk about, but I, I, do, I, I do welcome our uh, new AI overlord. And that, that right actually kind of kind of leads into my first story uh here we have a that's not not nearly as um, grim or terrifying (laughs) google will reportedly release a new ai powered search tool next month i think one of the main reasons here is because uh well samsung one of the most popular handset makers in the world maybe the most popular handset maker in the world i'm not sure yeah. Uh, has said that they might switch their default search on their phones to Bing. And uh, Google was like, oh, uh, no, no, we don't want that. So um, this, this is coming out in May. It's going to be a USA exclusive, and uh, it's going to be limited to a million users at first. I couldn't determine if it was like just a million people would have access to it or if it's maybe it was somehow uh, – just computationally limited to having like a million people logged into it at any given time. It was kind of unclear, but yeah, that's, that's it. Google wants to do a, uh, or they're going to put out a, an AI, an AI powered search, but I don't think you or I are going to get access to it because a million people is not a lot. Uh, if they have like a sign up for the waiting list, I might do that. Just, Cause I already have the phone, you know, <laughs> I have a pixel phone. It should, should do it, but we'll see. Uh, do you know if you, do you know about Bard, right? Yeah. 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 Do you know if it's using Bard? I, I imagine it is because that's their most advanced, yeah. you know, uh, language. That's, model. that's Google's version of chat GPT basically. Yeah. It apparently I, has some of the same problems that chat GPT was and Google had been keeping it secret cause they didn't want to release it until they fixed all those problems. But since chat GPT released anyways, with all the problems, they don't, they don't have much of a choice. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that they're that until it gets out and kind of into the wild, that they're going to be able to really fix anything, honestly, because you don't know what, the yeah. thing, you don't, you have no idea what the thing's going to do until, until it's uh, presented with sort of regular people trying to use it. Cause engineers or even like whoever they, whoever they're choosing to test it, that it's going to be people that are like kind of googly people, I guess. And they're going to, that there's like, yeah going to be like its own set of kind of biases built into that i think it's going to be like more technologically sophisticated people or whatever and so it's i think like i think like it that's you're not going to catch the problems that that you're going to catch when like normal people start using something right so you're not going to have like the twitter mob try to turn it racist right well i don't know i mean these are software engineers (laughs) 
I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's true. <laughs> but you, yeah, I think that that one is so well known that I think that that's probably not going to be an issue. That's true. Yeah. That it would probably not be racist, but who knows? Who knows? And if it's uh, chat GPT is open source, they might, you know, maybe somebody will make a, a racist GPT. And, Probably. And all it will do is <laughs> racism. <laughs> um, so I guess my next story is, uh, this is pretty cool. The, uh, there's a helicopter that is part of the m- most recent Mars Rover. It's like a, like a vehicle, a, 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 we'll call it a companion to the Mars yeah. Rover. Uh, it was expected to make five flights. It just completed its 50th. Uh, wow. This is pretty cool because it's a pretty unforgiving environment up there on Mars. So you would think that you say, oh, we hoping for five flights. You'd be like, I, I bet you're going to get three. Just because it's unpredictable. It? It's it's not like it's not like the, oh, your your helicopter sucks. It's like this is a un- very unpredictable environment. But uh, just yeah. real quick. Uh, <clears throat> so f- the flight time so far is 22 times what they thought the vehicle was going to be capable of just overall like minutes or hours in the sky. Uh, the new record of 18 me- meters above the Martian soil was reached. And of course, this vehicle is powered by Linux. Of course. <laughs> so um, have you, have you been looking into this helicopter much? Has it come across your, I heard about it a long time ago. I didn't, I didn't know about it like still running or that I made this big record or anything. It's kind of one of those things where you hear about it when they first send it over there. Um, and it's a big deal because it was the first aerial vehicle, right. That, you know, flew on another planet uh, right. from, from earth. So that was like a huge deal. Like, I mean, I don't even think it had balloons or anything <laughs> before. They just have or- orbiting bodies and then stuff would fall down to the, the planet. So it was a huge deal that they, they were able to make something like figure out how to fly on another planet. Because you have to realize like Mars doesn't have the same kind of atmosphere we have. Mars is much smaller. It lost most of its at- atmosphere. Uh, so it's a lot, a whole lot harder to to fly in, but they were able to, you know, without even having anybody over there to, you know, to, to figure it out, they figured out how to, to fly a, a helicopter on Mars. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm, I mean, these things are all, there was a time they thought it was dead. I remember. Yeah. But, um, it just wasn't getting enough sun apparently like to, for the solar yeah. panels. And then when the, cause it was, it, it was parked on the main Rover, the main Rover moved somewhere else. And all of a sudden the helicopter came back up. <laughs> The helicopter came back up and was ready to run. This is, this is amazing. I, 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 yeah. Fit, uh, 10 times the amount of flights, like shout out to the people who built that thing. That's amazing. Yeah. Y'all, y'all should uh, maybe build some, um, like economy cars for America, <laughs> for like people yeah. to drive around. Seriously. Good point. Yeah. NASA is actually known for, uh, over, over engineering a lot of stuff <laughs> and, They've had a number of things like the other uh, um, Mars rovers lasted way longer than they're expecting. Any one that actually makes it to the surface. <laughs> Whole other issue. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And it, I think it means that we're going to see maybe a, uh, another uh, aerial vehicle maybe on Mars that will have uh, yeah. maybe more capabilities or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this, maybe this her- helicopter they have there will just shoot it down, though. Be like, this is my planet. <laughs> this is, uh, I don't know what the current one does. What it, what capabilities it has besides 
flying up in the air and taking pictures. Mars domination. Mars domination. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> don't don't let like Chaos GPT get a hold of it. <laughs> no, it's just it's just super cool, and it's nice to see like uh, things that are um, you know running open source software up there. Um, yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine it not because like anything that needs to be doing real time calculations is running Linux anyway. Um, yeah. So the I, actually it's would be more surprising if it wasn't, but that's still pretty cool. And you know, anytime you're looking at a picture from that helicopter, you're, I guess you're technically using Linux. Yep. <laughs> so I guess that's the show this week. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll read the show out if that's okay. Yeah. Go for it. And everybody. Thanks for listening to or watching uh, how the tech are you? We do the show uh, weekly. We try to post it on Wednesday, but um, it usually doesn't get posted till Thursday or Friday. Um, <laughs> You can support this project at eplex.store. There are membership options there that are similar to Patreon. Plus, you get a discount on our merch or at patreon.com slash echoplex. And you can find out uh, more information about all of our various goings on at echoplexmedia.com. Have a great tech and week.